What's up, man? How are you? I'm good, dude. How are you? I'm good. Where are you? Yeah. Inside of Starbucks? <laughs> hey, I am. I do, I do all my interviews inside of the Starbucks. Uh, Jesus Christ. I let them all here. Yeah, yeah. I see that. I, 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 it does look like I've never thought about it. I'm at home. I'm, this is my office. But oh, that's uh, beautiful. That is very funny that uh, I've never, it does look like it could be Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a, those are, those are, uh, those are coffee beans from around the world posters. <laughs> <laughs> Nate's like, Nate's like, hey, we're going to do this uh, podcast. Let me call you from Starbucks. I get about an hour to kill in the corner. <laughs> Have you ever seen someone talk like that? Like that loud? That is. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. 100%. Okay, so so I used to go to Coffee Bean every uh, every day, basically. You remember that, Trey? I used to be at Coffee Bean on Coldwater and, uh, and Ventura. It's gone now uh, due to COVID. Um, but um, it was like this popular hangout, man. Eddie Murphy came every day for one cup of coffee, just one cup of coffee, black cup of coffee. He always pulled up in his rolls. Everyone used to hang out there and drink. And there was always this one guy, Nate, that pulled up right next to us where we sat down. And uh, he, he, he would grab two, two chairs uh, and two tables and he'd put them together. And he didn't give a shit that anyone else wanted to sit down and eat or have coffee. And he opened up his briefcase. I swear to God, opened up his briefcase, pencils and Nestle's Quick. This guy's in his like late 60s, early 70s. Nestle's Quick, he'd buy a cup of coffee and he'd take a scoop of Nestle's Quick and he'd stir it in there and he'd be there for at least six, seven hours. And just as if it was his fucking office, man. <laughs> Every day, clockwork, that's what he did. And no one said anything. One of those, those old, guys, one those those old guys. Yeah, they don't bother me as much as the guys that talk like really loud industry talk in Starbucks, oh, you know what I mean? I, I hate those, that, yeah, those yeah, guys. yeah. Yeah. You know what Trump's uh, loud industry talk? When you talk just as loud about absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> and, and then they give you that look like, um, you know we're important, right? This is industry talk. <laughs> There's times with that I would love if you could ever go up to the person talking loud and be like, and then find out who they're talking on the phone and go, look, I would love... Cause I was just talking to my wife and they're like, I think there's a lot of times people talk and they're they're absolutely saying nothing to nothing. each other. Nothing, absolutely. And you want to stop so it yes. and go like, hey, hey, can I grab both of y'all? And I yeah. just want to, <laughs> what are you guys, <laughs> what like, is what? let's go through what you guys, I've, I've seen, like, I know guys that laugh really big. They, yeah. you know, it's almost like they do it uncomfortable. And yeah. I always want to stop and go, hey, just tell me what was funny, because I don't think there was nothing funny. There was nothing. You're just you're just making noises. Yes. But I would love to break down, yes. like truly break down. Yes. What they are. Yes. Talking. It's kind of like a Doctor Phil meets everyday conversation. It's yes. just like, hey, I gotta put you to the side. I call bullshit. Nothing's funny. Let's break this down. What was the conversation? Yes. And then and at the end, we're like, you're a fucking liar. There was nothing yes. funny. And if Go it's that funny. Day. And if it's that funny, you're like, I'd like to be in on that, right? Like, if it's yeah. that I'll funny, funny. I'll join you. Funny. I'll help you write it so it has, you know, it has <laughs> tags. I'll, I'll make sure that it has that life. Yeah. You know. Wait, I, as comedians, we can. I can tell you, nothing is never that funny. The ones that laugh that hard, you're like, I've never. You're like, I'm around the funniest people in the world, yep. and I promise you. Nothing's yeah. that like not that funny, bro. Not that funny. Nothing. And I and I'm here at Starbucks all the time, and I know <laughs> oh, yeah. it's not that funny, buddy. Yeah. I've seen lots of conversations. You know what else I hate, Nate? Well, I, I miss it now because I'm not on a plane anymore. But the guy that sets up office in first class on the tarmac before we even back out onto the runway, he's already in a full-on fucking business conference meeting. It's, uh, by the way, we're, we're flying back from New York to the West Coast, so who are you waking up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> who are you waking up that your call's at a four? If it's six at a call, if it's six o'clock in the morning in New York, then what time is it that you're talking to this person on the West Coast? Is what, 3 a.m.? You think yeah. this guy wants to have a conference call with you? Get the fuck out of here, dude. 
I you hate know, that. There, uh, maybe say we have three a.m. Like I remember being in New York, like in cabs. Like they would always be on the phone, and you're like, "Who are you talking, dude? Who is who is like for two hours? You just you're in like, and they never stop talking, and you're like, who? What friend? Is, this is the most friend you have. This is the most loyal friend. <laughs> yeah. Who has time to talk about this shit in another language at two thirty in the morning? This is fucking awful. I don't even speak your language, sir, but it sounds boring. It's Hang sick. up and let this guy sleep, please. Yeah, leave him alone, dude. dude I'm speaking for your buddy. Good. Leave him alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your buddy wants to go to bed now. Stop. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny, Nate. That's the truth, man. If you've never been to New York, you guys, that is that is every cab. I don't even think there was one cab where the guy's in the front seat not talking to anybody. No. I, I swear I'll get into a cab and then he'll start talking. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And then I go, oh, fuck, not me. My bad. Sorry, yeah. keep talking. <laughs> yeah. The worst, bro. You're I in love Nashville. The, oh, sorry. I'm in, ahead, I'm in Nashville. No, no. I'm in, uh, yeah, I'm in Nashville. We've been, uh, I moved back here, uh, like, I've been here back here five or six years now, which I'm from Nashville. So yeah. So you moved to LA, stuff started popping off for you. you yeah. Landed, well, I was in New York. I was in Chicago, New York. You know, one of the first times I, or the first time I think I met you was I did, uh, I, I did, I opened for Angela Johnson for yeah. uh, a long time and you came in and she was doing a club. First time I opened for Angela Johnson, we're doing, we did new faces together, me and her. Wow. And then she asked me if I wanted to open for her. And like, I just, you know, I have no idea. I have no concept of selling tickets or anything at that time. And uh, I'm like, we're both doing new faces. Like, why yeah. would I open for you? <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I go and she hey, sells out eight hey. shows at Houston Improv. And that's I'm like, so oh, funny. yeah. Oh, that's Oh, why. you mean open for it. My okay. bad. Okay, yeah. All right. I get it. <laughs> I could have sworn last week we're both trying to make it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I'll open for you. I'll yeah, do it sure. all year. I'll, yeah. And I'll then I, I mean, I did it. I did it for two, three years. I did it forever. That's, that's crazy. That. Uh, I respect. You, I respect. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I say that's when then you came and then you came. It was like Brea or something. Oh, uh, nice. And you you came down as first I met you. Oh, good nice, times. man. Yeah, that was good times, man. Looking back at those, how fast it happens, too. You know, I remember, I remember in Chicago, and uh, I'm playing. Uh, not the not the improv in Schaumburg, but the small one. Ah, I always forget Zanies? the name of it. Zanies. Yeah. Play Zanies and selling that thing out, and I thought it's done. Yeah. I made it. There is there. I'm at the ceiling. I am at the ceiling. There's nothing else past this room. It's packed. We had to add shows. The place sits like maybe 105 people, right? <laughs> so the following year, I get booked at Schomburg, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this, bro? <laughs> There's 600 seats in here. That's six zanies. What are you talking about? <laughs> It's, they, you know, that was the first club I ever did comedy at. I started in Chicago. I moved to Chicago from Nashville, and the first club I ever got on stage was at Zanies, uh, downtown Zanies. Amazing. What's his, what's the manager's name again? God, I love like him, Bert, man. Bert. Uh, Dude, I love him, man. He yeah, was so good to me. He was so good to me. And I felt bad that I had to leave. But, you know, it's 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 a small room, you know. We had to grow, so. You grow and, like, you know, I, I yes. I, I remember now that I know, like, going through some of that stuff as I've gotten to theaters and you, as you go up, these, they all want you. It's, that's one of the worst things is the hardest yeah. things is because you have a relationship with a lot of these people. Yeah. And uh, so, like, you know, I mean, sometimes they still try to, they book you, like, I still have friends that are, like, outside. They're like, hey, man, you want to come down to my whatever thing? Yeah. Yeah, And you're like, yeah, it just doesn't work like that anymore. Like, and you and they like, I feel like they make you feel bad. You're like, all right, whatever, dude. You get like, dude, you're trying to do the same thing I'm trying to do. Don't be mad at me. Like, stop it. Yeah, I have a contract within a hundred miles. I can't play this yeah, venue. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, I can't do Breaking Bread Wednesdays with you guys. Yeah, 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 okay, I can't do it. It's a local wine bar. You can't. Yeah. I'm sorry. All right, I'm sorry. The wine bars. I can't. I can't play cheese and wine. I can't do yeah. it. <laughs> like a catchy Dude. phrase, cheese and wine. Fine, yeah. They give you the whole guilt trip. They give you the whole oh. guilt trip. Like, oh, oh that's cool. It's cool, man. It's cool. Whatever, man. Yeah, whatever. yeah, whatever, man. It's cool. 
They all want to talk to us sometimes (laughs) over uh, our like managers or agents, which I was always, you know, we did that. That's all we did before. But it's like almost like you can get I can get talked to anything. dude. I had I've I've talked myself out of money on a phone call, like just where you I don't even know what the person's like really saying. (laughs) And then I'm like, yeah, that probably makes sense. And then I just lose like. $5,000. Oh, of course. And I I was mad at my agents. I was like, why would you let me get on the call with that guy? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, because I'm inside a Starbucks. I didn't hear the whole (laughs) I was trying to be polite, people. I'm trying to be polite, man. There's a line in front of me. I feel like I could give a phone call, the phone to one of those guys in Starbucks. I would trust those guys. (laughs) If you just were like, hey, I need more money out of this guy. I'm not even going to tell you the context, but I believe you could get it. You could do that. They for sure could work it out. Oh, 100. They would negotiate a deal with more money and like a year's supply of like coffee being sent to the troops. 100%. (laughs) The best agents in the world. Best agents in the world. Our baristas. Our baristas, yeah. <laughs> just waiting. They're just waiting for their shot. Just waiting for that shot, man. Did you see Brian down there? Did you see Brian? I did. did. What's up, Brian? I know Brian up, forever. Man? We worked yeah, uh, we, that's why we're I at comics. Out. I know. We were at comics in New York, which was... Uh, for, I mean, like was, New Faces with you and Angela? Yeah, new I faces, think that was 07. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't was, that crazy? Uh, yeah, comics. Did you ever play comics in New York, Joe? Like uh, it was yeah. like the best. Yeah, it was uh, it was the one. Remember Brian? Like they would pay. Like he always every we always got paid like the most. And yeah, and then oh yeah, it was so great of a club that everybody kind of was like, this can't last forever. Yeah, like, that's exactly what I said when I got my check. So, I'm like, yeah. this might be the last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were overpaying. Yeah. We were overpaying because because uh, because Caroline's was trying to beat us out of business, so we had to pay people so that they would play yeah. at our place. Yeah, that's where I wrote my it. first special. I first I wrote "Don't Make Him Angry" at, at, at comics. That was cool. wow, wow. Wrote, yeah, man, that was fun. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I love that room. I saw some pictures from when you when you performed yeah, there. Actually, those were good times. We went to that Chinese restaurant. Yes, those are good <laughs> times, man. That was the uh, the meatpacking district. That's right. Ooh, those are good times, man. I miss those yeah, times, man. Right. I miss the rooms. Oh, uh, no, it's missing yeah. the hanging. Like, were you, were you in L.A. the whole time? You've been in? Uh, nope, I started, in, I started in Vegas. I used to rent uh, venues, Nate. That, that was my hustle. I'd oh, rent out wow. theaters and fly out comics and get sponsors. I'd have banners on the stage. I'd put uh, uh, advertisements on the back of the tickets. This is at Kinko's when you had to cut them with, like, a, a straight cutter. Yeah. And all my, t- all my yeah. tickets ended up being at an angle because I just couldn't get late. Yeah. I, all my flyers were on like a colored piece of paper because I needed colored flyers. So it'd be like green, <laughs> orange, but black ink. Yeah, that was the, that was the hustle back then, man. So that's what that was my start. Well, how did you start, Nate? Uh, I was in Chicago first. I took nothing much Chicago, then New York. I started exactly like Pete Holmes in Crashing. Like, I mean, that was I started with Pete at Boston Comedy Club uh-huh. handing out flyers where you would you would do that. I've been to I didn't at that level, but. Our, my, uh, one of my good buddies, Dustin Chafin, ran Boston Comedy Club, and I would help him do that. And we would go to Kinko's and cut. They had flyers, and you would cut them. And, like, they was always colored. Flyers yeah, 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 yeah. And you, <laughs> yeah. we stood on the corner and would hand them out be like, hey, we got a great comedy show, and try to get people to come into the show. Wow. And you would get to go up at, like, 2 a.m. And then, uh, and then, I went, and then I had, like, a day job at, like, FedEx – just packing boxes. So I would like yep. just stay up and go there at 5 a.m. And then you Dude. sleep during the day and then kind of repeat oh. and go from there. It was yeah. like, those are, you know, and I was like, I, when I, I talked to a lot of comments about like goals and stuff, like, or, you know, whatever. And I would say like, you have to like, your goals can't be too high. Like you can never like be at the beginning, just being like, Oh, I want to be, you know, you playing in the forum and like all this, you can't, your goal can't be that. Your goal has to be like, I used to be just get off this corner. That's yeah. all I, yeah. I was like, I do not yeah. want to hand this flyer out. Yeah. How do I stop that? Yeah. It's, like, it's just immediate little goals to then yes. be like, yeah. uh, you know, I want to go up at 11 PM instead of 2 AM. That would yes. be wonderful. That's so 11. true. 
That's so Were true. you good at barking, Nate? Oh, I was I was the worst. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. I someone could come to me and be like, I don't know. I was like, you're probably right, dude. This is a good show. Yeah. Like, and I would just let them go. I hated it. I hated every right. second of it. Just give me the flyer back. Thank you so yeah. much. Could we? Thank you. They you're throw right. it away it's in front of they throw it away in front of your face. Those oh, the that's ones. the worst. And they just grab it and then they just drop it on the ground. You're like, just hand Dude. it back to me. Like, I, you, know what's so, <laughs> you know what's funny, Nate? I had no shame in my my uh, my uh, my flyer game. Like uh, when I when, when I was at the Laugh Factory, uh, I used to stand like I'll do my set and then I would run out to the front where the valet is and I would mm. literally just hand my flyers out to every single person that came to the show, right? And this is like, you yeah. know this, Brian, I would hand them out to everybody, right? And then when everyone got in their car, the second show's in, flyers all on the ground. It's, <laughs> it's me picking up the flyers. <laughs> like, you know how much this shit cost me? Yeah, yeah. I had no shame, man. I didn't care, dude. That's that's the hustle. You know, you put out, it's, it's a numbers thing. You know what I mean? I keep telling like these comics, the young ones, I'm like, it's a numbers game, bro. You hand out 10,000 flyers, Two people go home with that flyer you won. You yeah. won. You know, yeah. it may be only two people, but it's the, those are going to be your biggest and most loyal fans. Those two right there. They're going to put that flyer up in their cubicle. They're going to go on your website. They're going to do whatever it takes to promote you for free. So I didn't care if I saw 10,000 flyers on the ground. As long as two went home with it, I won, man. It was yeah. costly, but fuck it. <laughs> Yeah, that, 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 at the beginning, it all costs money. Like, you're not like, I, I remember someone asked me once, uh, this kid, he was like, when could I quit my day job? And he hadn't even started comedy yet. He yeah. just, he was oh, like, oh, and you're man. like, man, if you're going with that mindset, you just don't even start. Yeah. Like, I was like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. if you're, I, my wife, uh, I've been married, we've been together the whole time I've done comedy. So my wife once told me, she's like, if you can just make a thousand dollars a month, I think we'll be like, you know, 12. So if I make $12,000 a year, I mean, and I'm not in high school. This is like, yeah. I'm in my mid-20s. <laughs> like, this is, you know. This you isn't footlocker. This is real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is real. Yeah, my hey, dream. Her, her idea of your dream being successful is worse than a footlocker employee. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you can make, and hear me out, Ten dollars a day, yeah. <laughs> three hundred a month. Yeah, I I mean, we, can, we can have a baby. Like what? We can have a baby. Yeah, <laughs> and you can make twenty one day and none the other day. It doesn't matter yeah, how you get. It doesn't matter how you do it. Just hear yeah. me out, honey. Just move your office to Starbucks, and we're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's that awesome, is support. Man. That's support, man. That's a beautiful yeah. woman, is what that is, man. For sure. Yeah. Someone man. from the, the she was there from the very beginning. So I mean, we. Yeah. Uh, she was there was no money. That's awesome, year. man. She yeah. she knew you. When did you guys get married? And now I make twelve thousand dollars a year. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're still at Starbucks. I'm still at Starbucks. Yeah. God. This is not even my office. This is just someone else's house. <laughs> you ever see the guy come up? Be like, all right, man, that's enough. And I'm like, all right, I appreciate it, dude. I'm sorry. And then like, I just leave. That's so funny. That's good. That's someone yeah. else's pro that's someone else's posters. That's yeah. It, it says Brian just, Regan. It says Brian Regan. Yeah, yeah, he's like, Time's no, up, fuck. man. Now you gotta like, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's so dope. Congrats with all your success, Nate. Hey, you too, man. You are, I mean, look, watching you, like, I mean, you're doing, you're selling all, the, all these things. I, going, getting into the world of selling these theaters and, like, seeing actually ticket sales. And yeah. so you see, like, actually making people come see you. So I've been, have, I've had a year of probably where people, they know you. Yeah. They're here to see you. <laughs> seeing people in a line, people yeah. seeing you walk from the theater and you see them buying popcorn or drinks. And I love it. You're like, dude, I remember going to shows and doing all this stuff. So, and then where you're at and selling, I mean, as big of the places you're selling, I mean, you're obviously, we, you know, look at you too now going like, well, you're the, we're chasing you. And like, <laughs> that's, uh, but it's, it's, I love it's seeing there. it. Cause I, I think there's a small group of guys that are, uh, are comics that are doing like, 
it's about stand-up comedy. What we yes. do is stand-up comedy. Yes. We, you might go do other things, stand-up comedy. Like, you know, it's like if they describe you, stand-up comedy is always – like David Letterman is never really mentioned as a stand-up comic. Not saying anything that – but it's like I love – I love Jay Leno because Jay Leno was. Like yeah. he never gave it up. And yep. so you and, you know, it's like there's a group of us that it's like now you're selling these tickets and you were actually – Stand, you know, stand-up's a cool thing. Yeah, Much more man. cool than it ever was. 100%, dude. I hear you on that one, too, man. It's it, This is, it doesn't matter anything. I said this in an interview one time. Whatever happens after this is just a bonus. It's kind of like when you get a banana split and they're like, hey, we threw a couple extra cherries. That's yeah. all that shit is. I didn't really need yeah. the cherries, <laughs> but I'll take them. And that's yeah. what this is. It's like, I'll always have stand-up. I'm going to go out like George Carlin, baby. I'm going to be like, I'm going to do a set, and then I'm going to die. It's like, yeah. that's it. <laughs> and I'm not even joking. I'm going to shoot my last special and die. And that's what I, yeah. I will die on that stage, man. This was my dream. The day I saw Eddie Murphy do Delirious, the day I, 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 I got on the phone and used my mom's credit card to buy tickets to go see Raw Live when I went and saw Eddie live at the, the oh, Coliseum wow. in 1985. I was 15. And I looked around that venue, and I'm like, this is what God wants me to do. This is what I'm going to do. And man, people don't understand the passion that we have behind this, man. It's like they 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 look at every other job and compare it to like stand up. No other job in entertainment is like ours. It is the yeah. worst and the hardest and most rewarding. Uh, when, when I say rewarding, I'm not saying financially. I'm just talking like emotionally. It is the most rewarding. You will never receive what we get when we say goodnight, there's just no way. There's no way because of the amount making, of work that we do. It's there's no way making people laugh. Like I was like, when you hear people in the crowd, like, and they can't breathe because they're laughing or they yeah. can't like making someone laugh is, is very hard to do. I know everybody, like everybody, everybody's funny and everybody can make people like kind of chuckle <laughs> like we were talking about earlier. Make it like really getting someone invested into what you were saying yeah. and like yeah. having silence in a room too, when there's, 2000 people and no one's talking no one's and talking. you got them completely quiet. You're like, yep. you know how hard it is to keep that amount of people paying yep. attention and yep. not on their phone. And like, there's the art to that is, you know, not that we ever say any of us are artists. Comics are, we're always like, ah, you know, yeah, 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 but, yeah. but like, yeah, I do agree. It's like what we do. I, we, we get the least respect for it. No one yep. cares what we do. We're, yep. I mean, think it's easy. they always they think, think it's easy. easy. They always, think it's easy. Yeah. Cause yeah. And it's crazy because, and I love that you said artists because we do shy away from that. We do, oh, we're not artists, but wow. we do. We literally have an empty cam canvas at the beginning of that show and we slowly paint that picture, man. It's, you know what I mean? It's slowly, and then at the end of that show, boom, there's this painting on the wall. And I know that's, you know, it's, it's cheesy what I just <laughs> did, but it's true, man. Because if you do two, two shows on the same night, and after that first show, you're literally in the green room, high as shit. We are so high yeah. from, from what we just received from that first show. And immediately we're like, fuck, we got to start again. Like literally, like from zero, like we go from 1 million percent, like right down to ground zero again. Yeah. And we have to start that whole fucking thing over. It's like someone took that painting and just wiped it off and went, hey, Nate. You ready to start painting? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and like just leave it, it up there, dude. Just, just, just leave it up there. there. Yeah. Just let the second crowd come in and look at it. Look Why at the it. fuck yeah. did you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. I'm in Starbucks. Yeah. I left, dude. I left. I it's, left already. I uh, I love like it's it's. Uh, like like talking to when you have to go out yeah when you got in from the crowd and yeah you're creating all this stuff i mean people realize too is like for us to know jokes work we don't like like music sometimes music music drives me crazy because i think i think people go they're watching any dumb young musician that they go find they go i'm going to some band it's nobody's ever heard of this guy and everybody will venture out comics you have to become the most famous before someone <laughs> yeah. finally goes, oh, I think I know that guy. No like that's, shit, like, man. That's, that's how so high true, we have to get. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it's get, not high enough. And it's still not. Uh, yeah. No. Nope. It's, it's still not. It's You're still just trying stuff. Yeah. And you go somewhere that's like, oh, you, I, I was. So I did. I'm doing a, uh, a golf tournament for my high school. I only went to high school. It's my only alumni. So that's where all my money goes. It's just a high school. <laughs> and 
So the golf tr- tournament is called the Nate Bargetti Golf Tournament. Uh-huh. And uh, hey, thanks the- for inviting me. Oh, oh hey, dude, I sent the invite <laughs> out. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my guy at Star. I mean, did you not send that? I was asking him. Like, oh, he just- That's just another guy sitting at a booth next to you. Well, you know, he's, he has got into my email since we've been sitting here. So, um, he, so I'm doing this thing, and uh, I, I was, like, taking pictures of the people that were doing it. So this kid comes up, and I'm taking pictures, and the kid is like, you know, and I'm not trying to say, like, I'm anybody, but, like, this kid was nervous to meet me. And he, you can feel him kind of, like, shaking. He's just excited. He's like, my, me and my mom watched you a ton, blah, 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 all that stuff. As I'm taking this picture, another guy goes, hey, what's up, man? Hey, is you still doing that comedy thing? Oh. He's asking me. But he's playing in a golf tournament named after me. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's like that's the disconnect. That that's what we have to deal with constantly. That is so true. It's just it's someone. Not respected it's on the like same you're still level doing either. it, man. It's just not yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, still bouncing around, you know, yeah. trying to make it. Like, <laughs> as this kid can't believe he's meeting me. That guy can't believe I'm even still doing what I'm trying to do. How annoying is that? Do you is that? Do you think they're doing that on purpose, or they just they don't know what to say to you, and they say the dumbest shit? Like, I think I, people I, don't like, know. I think people are in their lives, and like it's. It was like an, uh, you know, a guy probably 55, 60. Like, I just don't think he's, like, paid attention. Like, he's yeah. just, you know, I don't but, I mean. But do they? Yeah. But when, yeah. But when yeah. they pay when they pay for a Nate Bergazzi ticket, right, and they're in a Keep venue that they paid for per ticket, right? Yeah. And they look at the venue and they go, wow, there's about 2,500 people in this venue. Wow. Like, that's got to be in their head. Who is that going to? Like, like, but they'll still walk up to you because this has happened to me, man. Oh, bro, for I'll play the for, perfect example forum, right? Person will walk up to me and go like this. This is the same fucking cut. You ready, bro? Keep it up. What the fuck? <laughs> You're almost there. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck are you talking Keep about? Up, yeah. Keep it up. And it sucks because you can't respond you can't like that. It. Keep it up for the yeah. second show I sold out. What do you want me to keep it up for? Like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah. That was 14 yeah. of 28,000. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Keep it. Hey, man. Yo. Right. Yeah, I cracked hey, people up I in think. the office. Keep it up. Like, I like, you're onto something. Yeah, so thank like, you. Thank you so much. There's also this yeah. weird thing where like actors tonight. are like, as, like more artistic when they're just fucking I reading somebody else's ridiculous. words on a piece of paper it's and doing voices. Like, I don't get it. Everybody thinks they're funny. You did a funny voice and now you get Oscars but and like comedians funny, are like, Andre? I don't know, think they're being funny. funny. No, 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 I mean, I mean, they, in the back of their mind, they think they're thinking, I can do that. I make people laugh at work. I can do that. In the back of their mind, they still think that. They do, don't they? Yeah. I wish they knew. Uh, (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. They. (laughs) You created nothing. Created nothing. They, the idea of creating so that I mean, the idea that writers don't get as much as or more than the actors. Absolutely. Like, yeah. you know how hard it is to write? Like, I've, you know, I, I shot a pilot, went nowhere, of course. Like, but like when I was doing it, having to run and write, I mean, it was. I was it with Fallon's company, right? Every day. Days. I, I stayed in a hotel for 50 days in how Beverly Hills, the 20th, Fox 20th. And yeah. we wrote, oh, okay. they had to rewrite the script, do all these auditions. Wow. Like you, and you have everything's the way. Wow, of you the went world through that whole you. process? The entire process. Wow. And then we shot a pilot, oh, uh, the whole thing. And then it's so crazy because this is how crazy Hollywood is. It's like they spent a million dollars just to go, no. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> doesn't even make sense. I had a couple. Wait, did you shoot the pilot? Yeah. Oh, I, I yeah. had that too. Yeah. No, no, had- no, no. That was another one. This was. Uh, I, I, I've only shot one pilot. I've sold like six shows. Like, yeah, man, those are the most, they're the most, the worst feeling, man. I had a pilot uh, shot, complete pilot, man. And literally, I think they watched it for about 30 seconds and and call it, Hey man, we're going to go ahead and pass. I'm like, you could have said that (laughs) nine months ago. Yeah. Nine months ago. I left the road for this shit. I just had one. I had an animated series on True TV and they sold uh, True TV to TNT. And the minute they sold to TNT, I looked at my manager and went, they're about to pull this shit. 
And, yeah. uh, and we already had a writer's room. I had a building. I had uh, six offices. Yeah. I had yeah. a dude. And to tell all those writers that, that, that it was canceled, I was like, what the fuck, man? Like, it just makes no sense. Hollywood is crazy. So if you guys are thinking about doing stand-up to make it in Hollywood, <laughs> just quit. Quit in your head right now. You got to love this shit. You got to love it. this. If you don't love, love the process. This, then, then just quit. If your end goal is to get a TV show, go fuck yourself. I don't know if you know this, but Nate is at Starbucks right now. <laughs> I'm at Coffee Bean. I can't eat. I'm not even good enough to go to Starbucks. He's at Coffee Bean with a script waiting for Eddie Murphy to walk in. So yeah. How was that scene raw, like live? Like, because he's, I always say he's, uh, He's him. He's about the only phenom. Chappelle would be a close phenom. Uh, he is Michael Eddie Jordan. Murphy was. He was yeah, Michael Jordan. He bro. was. He was twenty two or something, right? Like, he was twenty one when he shot Delirious. He was. I think yeah. he was like 24, 25 when he 20. shot Raw. Are That's you so young? Me? Are you That's kidding? so young? But when you hear a story that he was going to like New York, you know, during middle school with a briefcase right. filled with candy, you know, when you hear those <laughs> stories, you're like, oh, he's full of shit. And then you see that this guy hits a, you know, a, an HBO special out the park the way he did in Delirious. You're like, yeah, this guy has been doing it since he was 10, 11. I get it. It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, he's a 20 year vet, you know? That's he's 10 like, years. That's <laughs> a, he found his voice at 21. Yeah. Of course he did. Yeah. The guy's a phenom. And what, he, what I mean by like the comparison with Michael Jordan is uh, it was more than basketball for Michael and it was more than comedy for Eddie Murphy because for sure. Eddie. Like Richard Pryor was a genius, but what Eddie did was he made it for like, like he made kids like us like want to watch it. I remember Richard Pryor was something that I found out from my neighbor's father. He had the tapes and he was like, hey, you like comedy, you got to listen to this right here, man. And I was like, okay. And I, and I was listening to Richard Pryor and loving it. <laughs> it was still a little old for me. It was still not yeah. old, but it was just more adult. You know what I mean? Like mm. it was deep shit. Eddie made that, that. The he, cultural shift. It was just Culture. amazing. Yeah. Just him talking about his uncle Gus starting a fire. It's like, <laughs> I, everyone has that uncle. It's like, I started a fire with, with gas, lighter, like, gasoline. I, I've done that. Like, I don't know. There was something about Eddie that just brought in the masses, man. And that's what I mean. Like, like that's why he was Michael Jordan, man. He brought in the masses. Everyone wanted to be a part of Eddie's world. And bro, when I bought those tickets, I, I, I truly felt like, like, uh, because, you know, when I started comedy in 89, man, it wasn't for young kids like it is now. Like, young kids yeah. love stand-up comedy now. Yeah. And that's due to social media and everything else. But when I was doing it, it was like, you, you had to have HBO to see, the, mm -hmm. you know, to see Bill Cosby or Whoopi Goldberg, Comic Relief, yeah. or any of those things. And uh, so it was an old person thing. That was an old person activity. <laughs> that was what someone in their 40s and they're married. You know, we don't want to go to the bar. Let's go to a comedy club. That's what that was in the 80s. And when sure. I went, when I bought those tickets to see Raw, man, I, it was me and my best friend, William, and he didn't want to go. He's like, wait, it's not a movie? I'm like, motherfucker, no. This is him alive. Are you kidding me? And I, I used my mom's credit card. This is when Ticketmaster was on the phone, and they used to be inside, like, department stores. And I called. And by the way, if I was a kid with no accent, they would have been like, hey, kid, put your mom on the phone. But my mom had an accent, and they weren't gonna—they weren't about to question this accent. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "I'd like to purchase uh, two tickets to see Eddie Murphy." Yes, ma'am. How many? Two, please. Your best ones, please. And uh, so I got those tickets. My mom drove us to the Seattle Coliseum, and and that was 15 rows from the stage, bro. Damn. Amazing concert I've ever seen, man. Sold out, man. To, uh, the Sonics never even sold out the Coliseum. You know that, Dre. You remember how yeah. it was back then? Yeah. And um, by the way, Dre went to high school with me, uh, Nate. He, okay. married, my, he yeah. married my sister. Oh, he's yeah, locked so, in. Yeah, 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 locked he's, yeah. he's locked oh, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's also at Starbucks, by the way. That's right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but I remember when he walked out and just – like, I, I said this in an interview one time, man. Eddie Murphy was rock star. And the reason why, like, rock star. He was, he was Bon Jovi. He was ACDC. He was, he was rock star. Because, um, okay, if you watch Raw, he comes out with this silhouette of him behind a red screen, and it's just a black silhouette of him holding his hand. 
I, I, I tell everybody that those red screens were actually monitors and they played a montage of all his highlights from Saturday Night Live and all the movies. And it was just like all these little one-liners and like all these jokes that he did, Buttwheat, Gumby, you know what I mean, James Brown, and then Beverly Hills Cop, and then all this stuff. Then it starts speeding up real fast to music, and then bam, it hit red. It just turned red, and he was standing behind it. Bro, that fucking house exploded, <laughs> bro. I've never seen, I, I don't think I'll ever see that again, especially for stand-up, the way those people acted. People ran up to that stage, man. People were throwing shit, flowers and shit. It was it was rock star shit, man. It really was, man. And and that was hands down the best concert I've ever gone to in my life, man. So you were at the taping? Was no, that, no, the no, taping was, was in New York. This New was York. the tour. Okay, that's just that's before right. he taped it, and yeah. uh, and it was at the Coliseum. But man, he came out in an all leather suit, no yeah. shirt underneath. Yeah. It was it was it was like a cardigan, a black leather cardigan. And you see his chest, he had a, and then he had these driver's gloves on with a ring that was just lighting up the room. Like, yeah. it, it, none of it made sense, bro. Yeah. None of it. I remember watching it in my head. I'm like, you know how hard wet leather is to take off? Yeah. <laughs> like, you ever chamois your car with something? Yeah. Even that's hard to yeah. just do. He's got to take it off his body tonight, man. It was, it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. So, that was that was my love and my passion. I knew right then and there. I was like, I'm playing this. I'm playing that Coliseum, Dre. You know yeah. that. I, I, yeah. I told Dre that because I had to play uh, the the hockey arena in Kent, Washington, and uh, because the Seattle Coliseum is under construction, and I, so I played at Kent. But I, I I even told the people at Kent, man, I'm like, I have to play that Coliseum. It's Gotta personal. Do it. It's personal. Do it. Like yeah. sure. that's where the king went up. I have to walk out on stage and do it. Yeah. Anyways, that's my that's my my story. I'm sorry. Well, to go there. Well, the well, I love talking about all this. The 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 go to go there and like I mean, a you talk about the Ticketmaster. I mean, people are kids are are getting Ticketmaster now for you. Like yeah, it's the to go from being in that crowd to that. I saw Seinfeld in right when I started in TPAC at wow. uh in nashville i remember brian regan like because i started in 2003 and yeah. so i was at the very end of like my first tapes are vhs tapes like that yeah. was my it was before right right before yeah uh, but i remember <laughs> my dad like told me to buy this cd brian regan cd and yeah. he found it at a uh it was right when i started it was at uh he bought it at truck stop and he just remember saying like i had to pull over i was laughing so hard yeah and that always like stuck with me yeah. And then I heard Brian Regan, and that's when I first heard Brian Regan. I was like, I don't know, how's this guy not the most famous person yep. alive? Like, I, it just didn't make sense. That's and, so uh, crazy, right? Yeah, it's so it crazy. So You're amazing. like, I don't, unbelievable. And then, uh, but then that, even that, but that phrase of like, had to pull over is like, I've seen, if you see someone say that about you, it just like brings back to like, you know, because at that beginning, Ain't nobody's yeah. pulling over for your comedy in 2003. They would try to hit you. Hey, Nate, Nate, no one's pulling over and going, hey, let's put this VHS tape in and watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody? Yeah, his name's yeah. Nate. Yeah. Yeah. It's called $1,000 a month and I've made it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will you ever go back and watch any of your old? Like, it's hard, man. It's, it's very hard. hard. It's, it's hard, hard to watch, bro. I, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I'll tell you. Uh, okay, so I have this videotape that I still cherish to this day, and it says Joe Coy on it. It's in my garage. In fact, I just saw it yesterday. And, um, and it's the actual tape, Andre, when I uh, – that BET on the road, Comic View, when it was mm -hmm. on the road, Andre. And uh, yeah. so there was this thing called BET's Comic View way back in the day. And uh, they toured, Nate, they toured the road and they went to this country, country restaurant. It was a country Western restaurant. It was kind of like, it was like country music's answer to Hard Rock Cafe. It was called yeah. Country Star. Yeah. It was supposed to be a chain, but it didn't go fucking anywhere. Yeah. And Willie Nelson was with money behind it. You know what I mean? Like, hey, 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 we got something for you too, man. It's called Country Star. And it just had all these albums and like memorabilia. It was a cool venue. But it was right now. It's where the Mandalay Bay is now. That used to be a country star uh, uh, a restaurant. 
and BET's Comic View rented out that spot because they had this the stage. It was beautiful. The whole theme of country stars, they were going to bring in country act and perform there. And so it was a restaurant, but it also turned into a, like a venue. It was beautiful. So yeah. anyways, BET's Comic View rented it out. I don't know why. They had motel cafes <laughs> at, another, at another restaurant, but they chose country stars. <laughs> so I swear to God. No one understood. Even the people in the theater were like, why'd y'all just get Motown cameras? <laughs> it would have made more sense. So anyways, I long story short, I, I finagled my way into this venue. I was working at a dolphin uh, habitat, uh, and, and, uh, and I got in. I, I asked the security to let me in. I had this fake tape and all this shit, and, um, and a fake videotape of, of my shit. <laughs> and I told the security guard, I'm a local comic. Can I go up? And anyways, he went and got the promoter. Her name's Yvette Anderson. I still know her to this day. And uh, she goes, all the comics aren't, uh, are, uh, we already booked our comics, but next time we come back, I'll hold on to this tape and we'll make sure you can open next time. Because I go, can I just open for you guys? Long story short, I'm sitting in the booth and I see this <laughs> camera. You got to remember, this is like 1996 or whatever, right? 96. Yeah. And, uh, and there's this huge Canon three chip digital. It was like this huge. It looked like a studio broadcast camera. It was like maroon and beige. And I just remember seeing that at like Fry's or something. Like, and I just remember how expensive it was. And I was like, yo, they're doing something right. Look at this camera. Like, yeah, this is a real show. Anyways, I'm sitting in this booth, right? And I'm just, I'm just happy that she let me get, see this because I, I just watch BET's comic view every night. And, and now here I am at the live show and I'm just sitting in this booth with my stupid ass resume. And, uh, and she walks up to me, she goes, all the comics aren't here. And everyone's yelling, by the way, the whole crowd's like screaming, like, stop <laughs> It's like 8.45, the show started at eight, like, stop this motherfucker, <laughs> and, Like yelling, like, and, 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 then, uh, and then she looks at me and she goes, they're not here, did you wanna go up and do five minutes? And I was like, as long as you can record it on that camera right there, Let's go. And she goes, let me set it up. And she set that camera. So anyways, I had that videotape. And I remember yeah. that was my videotape I used to hand to everybody. I wow. used to hand it because I killed that night, Nate. I, I, I fucking, you'll see it. You'll yeah. see people standing. Like back in the day, they used to do this thing, raise the roof. So yeah. when I said goodnight, <laughs> this one black lady was like raising the roof. <laughs> so, so, uh, so that was my tape. And, and oh, by the way, that's how I got BET's comic view, Nate. So when I walked off stage, there was this comic named Bo P. And he was supposed to be the MC that night, but he was late. And then I got off stage and he was like, hey, man, who's this kid? And then uh, Yvette was like, oh, just some local kid. He's like, you ever uh, watch BET's comic view? I go, I go, yes, uh, I love it. And then he goes, you on BET's comic view. I'm going to put you on BET's comic view. And that month, they flew me out to take BET's comic view with Gary Owen. That's how I got on yeah. BET's comic view. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a crazy story because I was literally fucking giving tour guides for dolphins. <laughs> like five hours prior it was crazy but anyways i had that videotape and i watch it now and i cringe i'm like oh, oh yeah. fuck this is the worst <laughs> set in the world they were just they just wanted something on stage that day yeah okay the, the crowd they, was tried, they, they were trying to get a dolphin and they're going all right we'll yeah, just yeah. do it something we paid for this shit yeah yeah. But yeah anyways long story short i still have that videotape man it's well that's crazy, being man. around like that's what i always say too is like you got to be around like it, like yeah. so many comics like uh, the, i feel like especially guys or comics starting now they don't know the aspect. You're like, yeah, dude, you got to be around and hang out. And sometimes you don't get up and sometimes you do get up. You yep. can't just look at it like, well, if I don't get on stage, it was a waste of night. You're like, most of the nights were just me being around. Like you yeah. just have to hang out and you're that's at true. least soaking it all in. Yeah, you know? man, that's It's true, also man. funny too that all these people were late, like for this taping and just people are not showing up. You're <laughs> well, like, that's unbelievable. Yeah. They were all yeah. at the yeah. motel. They were all at the motel. The motel cafe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny, Dre. Even they went to the Motown Cafe. They're like, motherfucker, why are we at the country star? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, uh, I had a bunch of moments. I was the first New Year. You remember uh, White Boys in the Hood? They shot yes. it was on Showtime. Yep. I, I they, thought that was Puppies. I thought Puppy did that. Uh, I don't know. It was a, a talent hosted it. Do you ever know talent? Yep. Yep. Uh, talent. Yep. So talent used to host a show in New York at uh, the Improv Broadway Comedy Club now, and uh, I didn't really know talent, but it was a huge show. And I remember, you know, everybody wanted to get on that show. 
But so he's hosting the White Boys in Hood for Showtime. And uh, one of my great buddies, Big J Ogerson, was on the show. Love Big so J. We all went. And Big J was always like kind of right above us. He got on, he did B2 Comic View. He always was getting some TV stuff. So we would get a tag along with him and just go get to see that process and see how it, all of it's done. And, uh, and so Talent was telling another comic, Mike Vecchione, our buddy Mike was there. And Talent told Vecchione, he's like, I'm going to get you on tonight. And like, so Mike keeps thinking he's going to get on. And have By a the contract way, you signed. can't just put someone on a <laughs> TV tape. Like there's, there's like rules. <laughs> yeah. Like when you look back at it, and at the moment we're like, dude, you're gonna get on Showtime. And then, <laughs> like now you're like, hey, it's like a union, dude. Like yeah. <laughs> just throw yeah. someone on. Yeah, like, man. This is, you gotta this get is going paid. to the world. Maybe we should yeah. look at his set first. Yeah, dude. He, Becky just kept going to the side yeah. of the stage thinking talent was about to be like, all right, come on out. And then yeah, they just keep going, talent, why do you think you can just throw whoever on? It's That's not your so show. Funny. It's not a regular show, dude. Yeah, like, you're not the casting director. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're the MC. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, yeah. nothing. Nothing insurance yeah. like, there's a million reasons why like yeah, we, yeah. we have a system in place we've already done auditions yeah. <laughs> i got a couple other guys i want to throw on if you don't mind you're like what yeah. now you can't you can't just do that dude. yeah like, you can't look at the director at showtime and go stretch <laughs> i met a guy in the alley he seemed like a good guy i yeah. want to get him on it changes life with the yeah, showtime. Man. Yeah, he calls himself the homeless comic. It's got to be good. It's got to be good. He's good. That's so funny. That's so funny, man. Those are the best stories, dude. That's why, you guys, anyone watching, it's a long road. It's a long, long road, man. But you'll enjoy also, the you journey. Make it, you're either going to make it at 20 or 40. Yeah, no one makes it true. in the middle. No, that is so fucking true. <laughs> That is so true, Nate. Yeah. I never looked at it that way. That is so it's fucking either, true. I lucky. never, ever looked at it that way. And you're so right. One million percent. You yeah. either make it at 20 or you make it at 40. If you are 28, you got 12 more years, yes. goddammit. Yes. And that's the truth. No I one's had, 30 and just like pops up like. No one pops up at 31 and a half. <laughs> yeah. Nobody pops up at yeah. 31 and a half. I was at a dolphin habitat at 31 and a half. <laughs> Pointing at gray fish, giving them fake names because no one can tell them apart. <laughs> the dolphins were telling, telling yeah. you, they're like, dude, just yeah. give it up, man. Just like, give it like, up, man. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. just give it up, man. <laughs> <laughs> swear to god dude that's so true man i had guys opening for me nate and and they popped off in their 20s you know and like huge specials bro huge netflix yeah. specials and i still didn't have one and i was like all right okay fuck <laughs> it. you know and then i didn't land mine until late 40s so you're right bro so don't be uh deterred by that you know, like, well, that's how they get, stop the people because they, the ones that can't wait it out and just yeah. keep plowing ahead, yeah, yeah man, they get frustrated because you do, if you yeah. want to make or like, it, if, play, you, look, if you make it at 40, you have a POV, whereas if you make it at 20, you have like a make thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, the ones that is gonna get have old. to go through it and have all these <clears> life experiences, and the ones yeah. that are like the ones that yeah. can keep producing specials and keep touring and can do comedy forever. Because when you make it, if you make it at 20 and you become rich and famous, you're, yeah. You don't have a regular existence. You don't. Right. You, know. yeah. you really don't. There's no grind. There isn't. No grind. You yeah. need to be older where you're just, I don't know, you, you can't, you're not like. Uh, well, by, <laughs> by that age, you have so much experience, the life experience to pull from, right? If you make it at 20, your life experience becomes this celebrity lifestyle. And that's, yeah. That's, yeah. Not as, that's not as relatable, right? No, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. You got to yeah, think. You got a thing. That's, and so that, that's why Eddie Murphy is the legend that he is because he yes. was 20, but he was able to talk to adults. That's yep. why, yeah. that's what was so crazy. So when you go back, if I go watch these specials, and then you're like, dude, this is nuts that he's, you know, I'm 41. I know how young, I know how young 30 is. I know 21 is like, 
you're a Beyond baby. Young. You're a baby. Like you don't <laughs> yeah. even. You're, you're a baby. Like my baby son is bitch. my son is seventeen. <laughs> In four years, he's shooting an HBO special. Fuck no. Yeah, yeah. Fuck no. He's got, I you know, he's got some underwear. I behind the of his hat. I like that he's going to have to wait. To, he's going to get an offer for it, and he can't. He's like, I don't know, because my loser dad didn't make it till 40, so I got to wait till 40. He's just mad at you. Like, <laughs> So true, man. You're like, if I don't make it, you don't make it either. We all make it. <laughs> and you give him a job at the Dolphin place, you're like, yeah. Yeah. do that shit. You do that. Yeah. Clean that Dolphin shit. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny, man. God damn, Nate. What's going on now, man? I, I, I remember the pilot deal. That was last year. That was last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what, I, I am doing a podcast now. I was... Uh, I never did. I, I did one a long time ago, uh, right when podcast came out with a buddy and then we stopped. It was like almost like getting Google stock and then being yeah. like, I don't think this is going to go anywhere. Yeah. And then just leaving. <laughs> uh, You're working like for two, Apple. You're working yeah. for Apple inside the garage going, there's no AC in here. <laughs> hey, hey Steve, fuck, I'm going to bounce, dude. Like this is, this, you guys yeah, are man. crazy. There's this yeah. booming company called Intellivision. I'm going yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They uh, so we uh, I started a podcast called Nate Land and uh, with a couple comics from Nashville we do it in Nashville and you know it was like as touring like who knows if we're going to even get to go out anymore this year and so I thought with all this the thing that I was jealous of podcasts is this like being funny like so you know when we're first starting we're out every night and you can do all that kind of stuff in New York or L A you're at clubs you're being funny constantly yeah. and then as you get older and start touring. You know, you and you have. A, I have a daughter, and like your family, and you, it's stuff you just can't do those kind of things. But the muscle of being funny, I think, is so important to keep working, and it's oh, very yeah. easy to like lose that. Oh and yeah, so for sure. The thing I loved about the idea of a podcast was, well, I can you get to go and be funny, you know, once a week or whatever you end up doing, and that I think is an enormous muscle, and I think it just benefits. I mean, you would know, but like, does it help your writing? Like, it helps you keep that brain active and yep. searching for material keeps you and, sharp keeps you yeah. very sharp that's my whole point of this thing that's why i don't want to have anything i don't want any papers next to me i don't want to know your background or history like literally the whole point of koi pond is just like if we're in the green room and just shooting the shit about whatever yeah. topic because that's what keeps me sharp you know what i mean if i can land some some stuff uh, then, then i'm happy you know what i mean and then if well, i don't yes. land anything i blame it on the guest yeah, I know. I get it. I go. We're at a big snooze fest with Nate Bargetti. He goes. <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, it's. It, I think it's very important for us to. You know, like uh, we're comics are kind of built for this kind of platform. Yeah, man. And, it's so uh, much fun. It's so much fun, and you get to do it. And so, like, yeah, we and we start. And I mean, I can't do anything else. Comedy's dead. So uh, yeah. might as well. Comedy is not dead. Comedy is the only thing that's keeping the world happy right now. So uh, they need us right now. The world needs us, bro. And uh, and people are pulling away from from the news right now. I haven't turned on the news in over a month. I don't give a fuck anymore. I don't like the state of depression that I was in and the addiction that it was. Every single day I had to turn it on to keep up. I don't even want to keep up anymore. I don't give a fuck about the numbers anymore. I don't care. I just want to laugh, man. Yeah. I don't have time for that much, that much information. That's always going to bring me down. I don't want to know it. I just want to laugh right now, man. I just want to be yeah. healthy and laugh. And, uh, and that's what we bring, bro. We really do. This pod means yeah. a lot to a lot of people, dude. I took social media off my phone. Cause it was, uh, just where I was like, I, I just don't care. It's like, it's too much. It's really? too angry. And then like, yeah, I think it affects the way you can write sometimes is like, cause it's so negative. And yeah. then you can end up like putting, thinking of stuff that's very negative, very like gotcha material and like trying to yeah. be like, my, <clears throat> and I'm a big, like, I have no, I don't use my platform. Like, you know, platforms always like something people talk about. And I am so against using a platform. Wow. I'm i uh, I'm a moron. I barely made it out of high school. <laughs> yeah. Should never in a million years listen to me on any opinion <laughs> on politics. I don't have time to pay attention to them to know. So my job is to just be funny. That's like that. Like you said, the mental health aspect for everybody. Yeah. People need a break, man. People need to turn. 
and like they come to you and just be like, I just need to like yeah, man. not es- think about this stuff for escape, escape an hour. Yeah, yep. that should be our job as comedians. That's it. Me yelling at you on stage, going, "Let me tell you about you know, yeah." Let me tell you about this little dick motherfucker. Oh god, <laughs> yeah. I heard it already. Yeah. It's nothing different. Is this the remix version of the little dick motherfucker? Yeah. Oh so, yeah, you're right, man. Nate, can you please like the reason why I keep like it, it's it, I know it's an easy name, but to me, I have problems saying it. So just teach me oh, the yeah. way to say it, please. We said Bargetsy. 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 Cool, man. Bargetsy. Yeah. My, my last name is Koi, and that is fake. That is a nickname for my aunt. <laughs> <laughs> the, first, the first three years of stand-up when I was doing open mics and shit in restaurants, I used to go up as Joseph Glenn Herbert. And, uh, <laughs> exactly. And, and it, it, it fucking sucked, man, because everyone would laugh. And uh, and everyone would always like, especially the MCs would always use my name for their little uh, five minutes of jokes, and, uh, and and I just had to get rid of the goddamn name, dude. No offense, Dad, I love you. Thank you for bringing me into this world. You just have a shitty name, yeah. and you can't make merch with Herbert. But I'm gonna try. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you killed all those comics like opening bit when you changed their name. Yeah, and you're like you're like I'm Joe Coy, and they're like. Dude, what am I going to open with? What am I going to open with? Dude. I had, I had heard the prayer ready. Dude, one of the best opening. I remember when I first started, uh, I was in an open mic, and a guy had a ponytail, and he would just do five minutes on his ponytail. And then one day he comes to this open mic, his ponytail's cut off. And we're like, we're like, what are you going to do, man? And he's like, I got other – he goes, I got other jokes. So he goes on stage, does one new joke, with, and then it get bombs, and then just goes – so I used to have a ponytail. <laughs> and, just, and it does his ponytail material. <laughs> I love that's so the way you sound good. a ponytail. That's so good, dude. That's the best story I've ever heard, uh, bro. I love it. Comics so can't let go of a, material. So I used yeah. to have a ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You used to have a ponytail? Oh, you still have a That's party. so good, dude. <laughs> hey, Nate, animate that so everyone can have yeah. a visual. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's so funny. Dude, what the fuck are you going to talk about, bro? Yeah. Ah, bro. I got some yeah. other shit. Killer. Yeah. Yeah. So you still have a ponytail? <laughs> Every comic knows that panic when the first joke doesn't work. And then you're like, ah. Ah, shit. Yeah. Dude, that's so good. Nate Bart Getsy. Yes. Yeah. What's your podcast name? Nate Land. Plug it. Nate Land. The Nate Land podcast, all things comedy. Uh, it's dope. on YouTube, all that stuff, whatever. The Con- stuff congratulations is. with all your success, man. Thank you, man. You as well, dude. I, we're a big fan, a big inspiration watching you. And uh, I enjoy trying to chase people. And like, so you're one of the guys we're chasing. So ah, I love it. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, bro. Yes. Because everything's achievable, man. If one yeah. person can do it, that means you can do it. I, I hate to be all preachy, but it's true. You know, it's true. Keep it up, Nate. Keep it, yeah. No, no, keep Nate's it already there. Yeah, yeah, DJ, yeah. Keep oh, it up, it's Nate. a good callback. Yeah. I didn't fucking yeah. see that. <laughs> hey, Nate. <laughs> keep it up. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. No, hang, Nate, hang in there, Nate. Nate, yeah. you're, you're an absolute beast, man. Your specials are, are well, the, the one that I saw, uh, uh, the unbelievable, man. You're so funny. I, I love storytellers you know what i mean so mm-hmm. your story is a beautiful story man and uh you're fucking you're a genius on stage man you're fun to watch Thanks. thank so, you uh yeah i love you and this is this you. is it after this, this is it. no more starbucks you know what i mean no more like, starbucks yeah no more pictures hung at, 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 at joe's crab shack wall yeah <laughs> i go take them all down after this <laughs> Andre, why didn't you talk in front of the wood? <laughs> I, I had a feeling this was coming, man. I no, didn't you imagine. did it. Did you really? <laughs> no, no. Andre usually does the pod in front of his wall. He has a a, a, a restored. I, I texted wall. him before and asked him. I'm the I'm the wood guy, man. Don't you dare step on my thing. You fucking have any restored wood on your wall, buddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love you guys. That was so much fun, Nate. 
It's awesome, man. Thank you. Where do they follow you at uh, on, on um, Instagram? Oh, you they yeah, don't have Nate any social media. No, no, Nate I have it. I'm just not on it personally. Oh, that's dope. But I okay. have all the all the stuff. Nate Bargetti is everything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the only one that exists. There's there's not yeah. two of you. No. Yeah. No, Nate, no. Nate, did, Nate didn't have to write the Nate Bargetti. Yeah. He didn't have to do that. Or Nate Bargetti, the comic. He didn't have to yeah. do that. Yeah. Under, yeah. I don't have to really underscore. Nate, Nate, Nate underscore. Yeah. Nate Bargetti <laughs> underscore 2003. He didn't have to yeah, do that. Yeah, 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 I yeah. have to do that. <laughs> I love you, Nate. Thank you so love much. Love you, buddy. Thank you, you better, guys. You better Appreciate put me on your pod, Nate. You, oh, I will. Absolutely. All right. I love All you right, guys. Buddy. See you love later. You. Bye. 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 Don't fake it, just bust a move. This joint is going to get you in the mood. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, yeah. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, yeah. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, yeah. Good night, good night. Starbanks Avenue, a podcast network.